Gemara Berachot Daf Memzayin Gemara Berachot Leilu Neshmat Rachamim Ben Mazal Today's Daf was dedicated by Mr. Edward Galster Leilu Neshmat His mother Gitl Tova Bat David Zalman Alav Shalom Ruach Hashem Tenihem Began Eden Amen we begin today's daf on Mem Vav Amud Bet, and we start right in the bottom line. Tanu Rabbanan En Mechabedim Lo Bederachim Velo Begesharim Velo Biyadayim Mezuhamor. So normally the protocol would be you have to give people that are greater than you kavod. You know, you give them the uh, the honor. But certain things. Rachamim took them out of that category that you don't have to offer kavod, for example, derachim. And when people are on the road, which means you don't have to, as you're traveling, to tell the person who's gadol, oh, you, go, you go in front of me. It'll create havoc on the roads. It'll create uh, you know, traffic jams. They don't want to make a terha on the road. So therefore, as you're traveling, you don't have to yield or let somebody else go in front of you. That's derachim. Velo begesharim, same thing when you're on a bridge. The bridges were narrow in those days. The bridges were dangerous. You're not going to now stop and say, okay, you go in front of me. It would create havoc on the bridge. It would create traffic, etc. No, no kavod. Whoever's first, let them go. Velo biyadayim mezuhamot. Rashi, menetilat ma'ayim aharonim. You don't give kavod to ma'ayim aharonim. You tell a guy, kavod, go, go wash your hands. That's not a kavod. Anyway, we learned yesterday, the protocol has been set. At the last five people of the Maim Maharanim, you start with the Gadol, and that's the way it is. But you don't give a kibud, piyadayim mezuhamot. Tosfot over here on the bottom has a question. V'im tomar ha'amrinan b'shabbat, perek babe behema, levi v'ravhuna barchiyavu ka'azli b'urcha, kadma hamred ravhuna l'hamra d'levi, ba'aravuna l'apukem d'arte d'levi. So you see over here that the Hamor of uh, Ravuna went in front of the Hamor of Levi. So they, huh? So, and he had, he had to be appeased. How would he have to appease him for? Why, 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 why did he have to explain why, why, why he had to do it? So Tosfot says, uh-huh. If you're leaving together, then of course you tell the Gadol, you go in front of me. Mm-hmm. So that was the case over there. They were traveling together. So therefore, when you're traveling together, you therefore you shouldn't, you know, go first. That's a simple chaluk that Tosfot says. Gemara continues. We're on the top line. Ravin and Abaye were traveling on the derech. So the hamor of Ravin went in front of Abaye. Velo Amarle Nezil Mor. He didn't say, Bechavod, you know, you go first. He didn't give him the Kavod. Amar, so Abaye said, 
Since he came back from Eris Israel, Rabin used to go to Eris Israel, she says. He used to go learn by the Buhanan. So he says, ah, look at this now. He went to Eris Israel for a little while, and now he comes back to Babel, and already he's hoary. He cuts me off. He goes in front of me on the derech. Gasle dachte. Especially according to Tosfot, it makes sense. It sounds like we're traveling together. Together, so all the more so, he should have told him, uh, you know, to go first. He said, "I went to Israel. He learned from Rabbi Hanan." Or they got to the door of the of the Bet Knesset. Amarle Ni'ul Mor. All of a sudden, Avin tells Abaye, "Chavod, Ni'ul Mor. Let uh, Mor go in uh, first." Amarle ve'ad hashta lav Mor ana. What, until now I'm not more? Now I just became more? When I was on the road, you didn't care about more. Now so we get to the door, and uh, you say, Ni'un more? Amale haki amale Yuhanan. Here you go. He was in Eris Israel. He learned the shit of Rabbi Yuhanan. En mechabedim ela bepetah. She is ba mezuzah. You only have to give kavod when there's a doorway that has a mezuzah, which, by the way, is much more lenient than what we learned in this Braita. The Braita just said, En mechabedim bederachim. But if there's a door, you have to give kabod whether there's a mezuzah, whether there's no mezuzah. And he came along, he's calling Rabbi Yohanan, he said, forget it, derachim, nothing. I don't care if you went travel together, I don't care if you don't travel together. He doesn't hold to this whole, this whole Torah that we said. He holds, en mechabedim bederachim, period. And even outside of derachim, the door that you mechabed, meaning you go first, it's got to be a door that has a mezuzah. So the Gabbana says, hold it. The eat ba mezuzah in. Sounds like A synagogue technically does not need a mezuzah. The bit does not need a mezuzah. The case that we're talking about over here was a bekinishta. So Chavarat soter himself. He said, "Oh, when he got to the door of the bekinishta, he told him, no, 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 bechavu.' Well, now all of a sudden, now I'm more. I became more now. So no, no, because I learned from Rabbi Hanan. Rabbi Hanan said." Any door that has a mezuzah. Otherwise, this door does not have a mezuzah. So the Gemara says, no, ela ema bepetah hara'ui le mezuzah. Fine. The doorpost of the synagogue might not need actually a mezuzah, but it's a legitimate doorpost that in another case would qualify for a mezuzah. So therefore, those type of doors, there already we give kavot to. But outside in the derech, we do not. So that's a different, uh, that's a different shita. <coughs> Okay, I mean, how does Rabbi Yohanan argue on a Baraita? And Mechabedim, Lo Bederachim. He's not arguing on the Baraita. He could be, he has, first of all, he's explaining the Baraita like that. Derachim means any type of Derachim. He has to answer the Gemara on Shabbat, obviously, with those two rabbis. I mean, they learned the Baraita differently. Because here they travel together so still. And, uh, you know, it's not even, not even on doors. Only a door that's open for Mezuzah. Okay. That she says in the third line, "Bepetah haraude mezuzah kilomar bechnisat kol petachim lemeute derachim uperatzot." It's coming to exclude roads and peratzot means just like breaches, you know, on the wall or something like that, breaching a fence. You wouldn't have to say kavod. It's no mezuzah. Not aude mezuzah if you do a breach in a fence. Fine. We continue with Rabotai the Gemara. Okay, 
Now we're talking about a case where there's a botzeya. Botzeya, meaning he has the bread in front of him, he's making the hamotzi, and they're all eating from that bread. So the uh, mesubim are not rashai to eat anything until the botzeya himself tastes. That's, he has to go first. Rashi says, uh, well, let's read the next line. Rav Safra, Yativ Rav Safra, Vekamar Litom Itmar. Okay, we have uh, a girsa here. The girsa says, Litom Klum, or Litam Itmar. So we have different, different girsa, Litam. Okay, one, the first girsa was, in and this is either letam or letom. It's basically saying the same thing, whether you, you can eat before the botseya taste, you can taste before the botseya taste. So the Gemara says, what's the difference between these two girsaot? No, shahayab adam lomar b'shon rabbo. That's all it is. You know, you have to, with the way you heard it from your rabbi, that's the way you have to quote it. So obviously, Rav Safra, he heard from his rabbi, letom. He didn't hear le'echol. That's what if we quoted letom, letom. But uh, it's no no nafkamina, so that's a, a that's a, a that's an important halacha. The nafkamina would be in this case is again when you're eating from his bread, so that we have to wait uh, for him to eat before you you taste. The nafkamina would be, for example, on Shabbat. On Shabbat, let's say you have a case where they put single loaves in front of each plate. Now you need his lechem mishne. You might not need his bread. You need. So therefore, you have to wait. You say, okay, let me eat right away. I have my bread in front of me. Why should I wait until he you know, passes his bread down the, down, down, down the table? The explanation is, no, but I need his bread. So therefore, you wait until he tastes from the lechem mishneh, and then you can take from, uh, from your own bread. At least you would say <laughs> the lechem mishneh like that. Tarubanan. Okay, this is a dedicated salacha. You have two guys sitting at the table. There's a ka'ara of food in front of them. So... They should eat from the ka'ara together. When one stops from eating from the ka'ara, the other one should also desist, as an example. Uh, in the middle of the sauda, one guy gets up to go uh, wash his hands. So the other guy should stop eating from the ka'ara until he comes back. Or even more, they're sitting at the table. Sometimes the one guy, the uven, will stop to take a drink. So as he's taking a drink, it's not derechen, it's for the other guy to take from the ka'ara. They wait. Uh, they're both eating together. It's a derich eretz law over here. However, shelosha en mamtinim. Three, you don't have to be mamtinim, because that'd be too much of a Torah. You won't be able to eat. There's always somebody drinking, guy walks out. So by three, it's uh, it's okay to, you know, uh, eat from the ke'ara, even though uh, the other one is stopped. Habotzeya, another halacha. Hu poshet yado techila. Okay, the derich eretz law is there, habotai. The botzeya, uh, he's the one that should, you serve him first. The one that made the hamotzi, okay, now they're starting to eat from the ka'ara. The derechir is because usually the botseya is either the gadol if there's no balabayat, or the derechir is that the balabayat goes first. So push it, you take, let him go into the, uh, into the pot first, into the food first. In the case where he's the balabayat, let's say, and the balabayat is not the gadol, and he has his rabbi with him. He says, no, 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 you go first. Okay, if he gives the kavod to the rabbi or to Gadol, and his father's with him, let's say. So then, of course, he has the right to uh, uh, to desist and give it to, to somebody else. Okay, Rabotai, these are helchot derech eretz rules.
רבה בר בר חנא, דבר עסיק לדברי בן אב שמואל, בר רב קטינא. You see this a lot in these Gimariot here. So Rabbi Barbar Hana was involved in marrying off his son uh, to the family of, to the daughter of Rav Shmuel Bar Rav Katina. Okay, so what does he tell his son before the wedding? Kadim v'yati v'kamat ilil libre. So right before the wedding he tells his son the following halacha. En abotseya rashai libsoa ad shiikhle amen mepi ha'onim. He tells him, listen, Tonight, uh, they're going to probably invite you to make the Hamotzi at the wedding. Shema Berachot the whole week, maybe they're going to invite you to make the Hamotzi. I'm making up a story here, but I'm just telling you, because it's amazing to me that this is the Halakha. He tells us, look, look, to me, when I read this Gemara, first let's get the Halakha. He's telling him, listen, when you make the Hamotzi, before you break the bread, you have to wait until the people answer Amen before you are Botseya. I mean, you can't just say Hamotzi, I'm going to rip the bread, and they didn't answer Amen yet. Continue for a second. Okay, yeah, enough to wait for everybody. Rova onim. Amalera mi barhama, maishena ruba, da'akatilo kalya beracha. What's the reason why you're waiting for rov? Obviously because the beracha is not finished yet. That is a big hadush, the Gemara is saying here. Why do I have to wait for the Amen anyway? I said the beracha. Shot is that the beracha really doesn't end until the word Amen. The word Amen is part of the Beracha. So therefore, you're telling me majority. What do you have to wait for the majority? Because the Beracha doesn't end until the Amen is made. So So for that case, the Mi'uta also you should wait. The Beracha is not uh, done until the Mi'ut answers. Because I, I learned, like we're going to learn now, you shouldn't answer Amen too long. You know, the Gabriel going to say, whoever answers Amen long, so you have guys that get, get extreme and answer amen very long. So those guys that answer very long, it's no good. They're, they're putting too much faith in this little amen over here, thinking that that's going to give them long life and you don't have to do anything else. So therefore, you only have to do with the rov. The first hadush to me in this Gemara is, look how valuable every single halakha was to the hachamim. I mean, if, if you had talked to your son the night of his wedding, you're going to give him this, you say this is a joke, what kind of halakha is this? a basic, simple Today we would teach them, you know, some, uh, you know, uh, who knows, some piece of Kabbalah on marriage, and, um, and he probably did that also. But the Gemara says, taught him a simple, basic to show you how important these laws were for uh, for the Hachamim, every, every 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 basic law. The next thing you see from over here is, which is the Hadush of the Gemara, a Beracha doesn't end until the word Amen. Hakam uh, uses this to answer a big question. Uh, we have no choice to say it, but that when they say the beracha of Borepiri Agafen, they say Borepiri Agafen. They're right, because the rule is that anytime you have a word at the end of a pasuk, so it should become with a kamatz on it. Uh, like uh, you see in the Torah, Kasif. Uh, you know, kesef becomes uh, kasef, and all, all words like that. So the chaura, why don't we say gafet? We say gafet. But based on this gemara, we understand because that's not the last word. The last word is amen. So, so even in the case where there's nobody answering amen, we're not going to change the beracha gafet now and gafet now. Okay, so what's already the real way to make a beracha is in front of somebody to answer amen. So they established it gafet nonetheless. Okay, so that's that's that. 
You have another chidush that comes out of this Gemara. It's based on the Terumat Adeshin. Terumat Adeshin says that there's a law that the Kohanim that go up to the Dukhan, so they have to stay up into the Dukhan until after Berachab Sim Shalom. And after Sim Shalom, they turn around and they come down. However, the tradition says they have to wait, not until the Hazan says, Shalom. You have to wait until the Kal answers, Amen. Because that is the end of the Beracha of, of Sim Shalom. So they shouldn't pre-turn uh, and, 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 uh, and go back. All Berachot. All Berachot end at the, uh, at the time of uh, the person says, Amen. Comes the Gemara and continues. Tanu Rabbanan. En Onim. Okay, there is different types of amens over here. The first amen they don't want you to say is amen hatufa. Now let's get that she for a second. Maza amen hatufa. Shekorine ta'alef bechataf velo bepatah. Okay, the she obviously had a different way of calling nikudot. We would call the nikudah that she calls hataf, we would call it a sheva. So he doesn't want you to read it with a sheva. Velo. Bepatah. Okay, and he doesn't want you to read it with a patah. Obviously, we read it with a kamatz. Obviously, there's a difference between a patah, which might be an a, or a kamatz, which would be a art, or more an open sound, a closed sound. So, uh, they don't want you to say, Amen. Now, she's love dafka. They don't want you to say it with a hedik either. Amen, umen, uh, you know, omen. It's got to be with the with the right nikudot, basically. You shouldn't, because uh, the first letter, you know, you, you, you sometimes you say it quickly, and therefore you lose the sound. The a is a long sound, So it says uh, if, if you're not going to, you know, delay it a drop, you might not be able to have it, uh, you know, pronounce it correctly. Fine, that's amin hatufara. She says, right. Velo amen ketufa. Okay, maza ketufa, that she says, where you're cutting it off. Right? Shelo shama, no, that's ketufa I'm reading, shemachasir kiriyata nun. Which means you say it quickly and the nun gets cut off. Sheeno motzia bepesh tenikedet. Okay, so the amen, you have to pronounce the nun, ketufa, you're cutting it off. Velo amen yetoma. Okay, maza yetoma. She has a story. Shelo shama beracha, ela shashama shonim amen. You didn't even hear the beracha. You just heard that they were answering amen. <coughs> so that she's, so what's the yetoma on this over here? Which means it doesn't have a father. It's a, it's a yetom. The father is the beracha. So it's yetoma in the sense that uh, you're answering amen over here that has no father. Which, which beracha? Who's the av over here? Who's the beracha that you're answering to? So Tosfot says, I mean, as she says, Behad amninan behalil, sukandun alef. Sheba Alexandria, Shel Mitzrayim, Hayu manifim besudarim. Right, in Alexandria and Mitzrayim, they had a big synagogue over there, and the people couldn't hear the hazan, so they would have guys with flags that would wave the flags when it was time for them to answer, Amen. Kishigia et la'anot, Amen. Alma, Lo anu. So how could you say the chaura that would be amen yetoma based on the way we just said? <coughs> and she answers, Hanehu 
מידה ידעה שהם עונים אחר ברכה, ועל איזה ברכה הם עונים, אלא שליש שומעים את הכל. They kept track of what ברכה was in העמידה, so they knew this is אתה חולה לאדם דעת, they just didn't hear it. So therefore, they, since they knew which ברכה was, that'll be okay. And that really <coughs> is the halakha when it comes to המניה תומה. The menu says like this in Shohan Aruch, that if you need that beracha, for example, you say with that beracha, and you're using it like a kiddush, and you don't hear every word, then you should not answer amen to the beracha, because you need that beracha for yourself. That would be amen yatumah. Then you have to hear every word. <coughs> doesn't matter if you know which beracha they're making. You need that beracha. And the beracha, the amidah, and the hazara, <coughs> it's a little more lenient. You don't need the hazara. You really prayed. You're silent, Amida. So then it's enough just to know which beracha uh, that they're up to, uh, even though you didn't hear any of the beracha. Probably you don't even have to know which beracha is the shitat maran. Because since you, you don't even have to be like that she's learning Alexandria. You don't even have to know which beracha they're up to, because I don't need the Amida's hazara at all, because I was yotze. And that's, that's really maran shitat. Maran shitat, if you don't need the beracha, you don't have to any of the beracha. You just say with a guy answering amen, so long as you know he's, so long as, so, according to Shohan Aruch, if you see a guy coming out of the bathroom, and you don't hear anything, you just see him moving his lips. But you know he's a Jewish guy, what is he doing? He's saying, I that's out. So you can answer amen when his lips stop moving, because you know already he's, he's, he's uh, praising God. So your Tomah will only be again in a case where you're standing to be Yotzeh Kiddush, and you didn't hear the words, <coughs> and you answer amen anyway, to be yotzeh, you cannot be yotzeh, unless you're the one answering amen to such a beracha. But if you're not being yotzeh, then you can answer amen to any of the beracha. Velo yizrok beracha mepif. Oho. Rashi says, you're not allowed to throw a beracha out of your mouth. Which means what? Bimhirut. Shedomea alav kemasa, ela... Exactly. You don't want to make the beracha like it's a tax. You just got to you know, get rid of it and pay it and finish. Chaim Baruch Alav used to teach us from his rabbi and colleague, Rabbi Huda Sadka Alav HaShalom. Huda Sadka said, the beracha is supposed to be made with two commas. Baruch Ata Hashem, kama. Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, kama. Sheakon Neavut Baruch. He says, that's the biggest... Um, Geder to making berachot bekavana. Just put those commas over there and pause at each part of the beracha. Shelo yizrok a beracha mepif. Ben Azai Omer kol haone amen yetoma. Oh ho! Anybody that answers amen yetoma, yiu banav yetomim. Okay, that's a, a strong midah connected midah, and it'll affect that his children will become yetomim. Which means he's going to leave the world. That's how his children become Yatumim, obviously. Hatufa, Yitratefu Yamav. Okay, Yitratefu Yamav, they're going to grab his life in the middle of it. Ketufa, Yitkatefu Yamav. Okay, it's also a form of grabbing, take, taking his life. So you shouldn't wound the Aleph, you shouldn't wound the Nun. The Cholam Ma'arik Ba'amen. Okay, but now we learned above that's just four points out. That although it's nice to be ma'arich ba'amen, why? Exactly. 
which means if you're going to start saying, Am, you're changing the word. That's not a word anymore. I mean, the word has to be the word. Amen. There's another explanation that Abu Dharam says um, on Amen Yatumah. He learns Amen Yatumah means that you're answering it too much after the Beracha. So there's no connection between the Amen that you said to, to the Beracha. Like there's a delay. So therefore, there's no there's no father to this bed. I mean, where's where, where this amen going to? The father's uh, finished already. The berakah has been made already. Ravu Shmuel, of course, number time for me. You see the the value of answering amen. Ravu Shmuel, Abu Yadve b'Saudata. Ravu Shmuel, we're at a Sauda. Ata Rav Shimi So Rav Shimi came at the end of the Sauda to join them. Hava kam misarhev ve'achil. Kemisarhev means he was eating uh, quickly, that she says. I guess he wanted to finish with them so he could be part of the zimun. Rav, <coughs> what are you doing? What's your opinion? That's the rufe behaden, which means you want uh, to be misarhev. That's the rufe behadan, anan achil nalan. What it means, anan achil nalan, that she says. We're done. But you're really trying to rush to eat before you, by the time you showed up, we were done already. So uh, no matter how fast you're going to eat, we cannot misdaref you for zimun. So he said, Ah, oh, you're done? Amalish Shemuel. Shemuel tells Rav, If they would bring me, If they would bring me, And they would bring Guzla to Abba, Abba is Rav. Which is, would well, we not eat? Which is, we're not done yet. If they would bring us our favorite foods right now, we're eating. Uh, so therefore, we're not done yet. Uh, which means, uh, we'll still eat, we're still hungry, if they bring us some food. So therefore, even though we stopped eating technically, we're not done yet till we make my maharonim. And therefore, we're still part of the surah. Therefore, we can That she tells what these foods are. Okay, truffles and uh, mushrooms. Gozalot is like birds. Shmuel will call would call um, uh, Rav Abba. Not our sugya, but is, they use this Gemara a lot to talk about, you know, uh, if. If the uh, if the rabbi's name is Abba, you know. So what would Rav's? Well, in this case, like Rabbi Abba, what would his children call him? Well, his children allowed to call him Abba because his name is Abba over here. So they start using this, this, these these cases over here where he called him uh, Abba. Shmuel's okay. Shmuel's not his son, so they have no problem to call him Abba. But what if a case the guy's name really is Abba? You have a problem with it. Talmidei de Rav Avu Yadve Besudata. Similar case. The students of Rav were sitting in a Sa'uda. Al Ravaha. Okay, Ravaha joined. Amre, they said, Oh, Atag Avra Rabbah, the Mavarechla. They said, Baruch Abbah, Ravaha is going to make Zimud for us, although we showed up at the end of the Sa'uda. Amar Lehu, Misavritu, the Gadobe Varech. Well, you hold that the Gadobe Mavarech. Ikar should be a Sa'uda Mavarech. The Ikar guys that ate the Sa'uda Mavarech. I'm not the Ikar. I showed up at the end. So what are you inviting me for? I'm not the Ikar Sa'uda. Says, no, the Gadol is Mevarech, even though he showed up uh, at the end. Okay. Of course, we have to have some, yeah, he has to have bread to make Zimun, of course. Uh, the Tosfot just points out, unless the Gadol gives it a shoot to the Katan. 
Fine. Tosfot in ilu maitidi ardila mashwa dechen halacha derav nami lo padik ela i amar havlam nevrich. Exactly. Cut off points going to be when they say havlam nevrich, but before havlam nevrich it'll be okay. Havlam nevrich. That's already the end of the suda. Okay. Now about now we go back to our mishnah. We're discussing in our mishnah different foods that if you ate, you're still qualified to be mitzdarev in a zimun. The first case was that if you ate demai. Now let's review what demai is. Demai is fruit that you bought from an ama'aris. The chamim were concerned that some ama'aris, although not the majority, some do not, are not careful to give ma'asir. Rov ama'aris ken ma'aslin. Abad en ma'aslin. Therefore they said when you buy fruit from an ama'aris, demai, damai, what is this? And therefore, you have to take ma'asrot lechumrah. So, if a person, let's say, ate this fruit over here, this demai, without taking the ma'asrot, the Mishnah said, you're allowed to be mitzdaref, to be part of the zimun. Chaurah, why? I mean, clearly, if a guy ate, uh, I don't know, a hazir, we're not going to make him part of uh, a zimun, if he ate something isur, you're not allowed to eat demai, so why then did the Mishnah allow the guy who ate demai to be part of the zimun? Not, not, not only he can't eat it, but the guys around the table cannot eat it as well. It's not like it's mutar for him and asur for him and mutar for somebody else. Because then we would say, like we learned in yesterday's shiur, that as long as somebody on the table can be mistaref with that food, okay, so you're mistaref. But in the case of demai, it's asur for everybody. So the Chavra, how is it joined for the zimun? That was the first question of the Gemara on that. Demai. Okay. So the Gemara says, "Veha lo hazile." It's not raui. A question. It's not raui for the guy to eat it. Gemara says, "Kevan di ibaem mafkar lehu lenixe." The guy who's eating it technically can make all his assets ownerless, which is hefker, which would basically turn him into a ani, vehavi ani, and once he becomes an ani, the hazile. The rabbis allowed Anim to eat Demai. So therefore, this food, technically, there's a way for him if he wants, even though he doesn't have to do this. There's all potential. They don't have to say, let's make Zimun. No, this is potential. You're allowed to feed the Anim Demai. Aksanya Demai is that in the olden days, the army used to come you know, from door to door when they were going from city to city, and uh, you have to feed them. So the, the army is like Aniyim. They're on the derech. They have no food. So then you can feed the Aksanya, uh, you can feed them Demai. Ve'amar, Ravuna, Tana bet Shamay omrim, en ma'akhirim et Aniyim ve'taksanya Demai. Okay, bet Shamay holds, you can't. Okay, I don't know why Ravuna has to tell us what bet Shamay holds. Some say, because if you see that Chita and Shas, without a name, you know, to attribute to Bet-Shamay the Buddha Halakha, it's not going to be like that, which means we hold you a lot to feed the Aksanya Demai. Okay, let's see that she, want to make one diuk in this she over here. You don't have to. Just by, 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 look at the bottom to Sfot for a second, that's what I just told you. Vim Tomar, Ravuna Tamad Bet-Shamay Atal Ashmi'inan. Why, he's coming to teach me Bet-Shamay? If you see anywhere in chat that says en machirim, don't pay attention to it. It's bet shamay. Machirim, you don't have to take the mic. Give it to them right away. I'm going to start taking the maserot. So why do you have to make 
No, the soldier, the soldier is a legitimate ani. Yes. So feed it to him. Right. No, he's eating it. He's eating it in the zimun. I'm not following you. He's not. He's not giving. The gemishna said he didn't do that. If he did it, then there would no shashayla. He's not doing that, but Mishnah is saying he doesn't have to do that. Mishnah is saying he could do it as a demai. So we're saying, why can he do it as a demai? The Mishnah didn't say your solution. Take Ma'asir now. Mishnah is saying he ate demai. So the question is, how can he make zimun? It's not it's a halo hazile. When Marat comes along and says, no, hazile, hazile, lu yitzuari make himself an ani. Look at that she here for a second. She says, uh, she says, halo hazile. Look at that she, halo hazile. That she says the Birkat Zimun is a Baba Avera, and it says, Botseya Birachni etz Hashem. Vamar Mora, Reshe Gazal, Seashil, Hatim, Vitanaf of a Birach Alea, ends him a Birach Elamina etz. So, like a Mitzvah Baba Avera, you're making a Birachat Zimun on something that's Asur. I just don't know. Why does she is only stopping at the zimun? Before you get to the zimun, that she's only bothered over here. It sounds like you made the motzi on this stuff. You made the by the way, you make you're gonna make the So there's a shitav that avad that holds that um, there's no isud uh, to make a beracha on these type of things. Like when it says, you know, enzim bevarech ela minaetz, but you bevarech, it's just minaetz. So he holds that could be the Rashi holds like shitata the abad, like a bit the beracha on the item. So therefore, it could be, you know, it's okay to make the beracha on the item. The sheila was legabe, you know, zimun. Maybe you cannot be mistaref with other people that can't eat from that food. Otherwise, why, why does Rashi not mention the the inyan of the beracha? Why does he only mention? Have you the Birkat Zimun about Avera? It impacts the all three of them. We're only talking about maybe Tell it me, yeah. the group of three, of three people. And, but the guy doesn't impact? It, we're not talking about the guy individually. We're talking about the Zimun works. Yeah. I know, I know. It's in the context. So, like, I the other two. I know, I know this account. is the context of Zimun, for sure. That's the, the whole Perik is in Zimun. So, in Akhanami, the one guy, maybe it's also a problem. But we're talking about over here the Halakha of Zimun. Okay, so that she's loved Davka when he says, I really means not only because Zimun is Bavira, it's. To the individual. To the individual. Also. Okay, I don't know why that she can't stop. There's a Pereyoshi over here that's been the in Nashi. And wants to try to reconcile it. Why do you only say Birkat Zimun is a Babavira? For the guy, everything is uh, everything is Babavira. Okay, we continue. The next case is. Ma'asir Rishon Shinitla Terumato. Alright, so let's do this one over here. You have Ma'asir Rishon. Let's review this laws of, of taxes here. Guy has a field, he has product. Right away he has to give Midrabalan. Midrabalan, you have to give Teruma, but Midrabalan, the rabbi said you give 2%. Fine, so he gives 2% of his product to the Kohen. That's called Teruma or Teruma Gedola. When the uh, Kohen gets it, it says Kodesh. Then you take an additional 10% of your product, that's called Masidishon, you give it to the Levi. 
the Levi takes from his Maser Ishon and gives what we call Maser Mina Maser or Terumat Maser and he gives that to the Kohen as well. So Rukim basically is getting from the Israel and from the Levi. He gets 2% from Israel and 10% of what the Levi got. Maser Mina Maser. Fine. So now we're talking about the Mishnah where the guy was part of the Zimun. Eight Maser Ishon Shinitlat Terumato. Chaurah means what? Netlat Terumato. That the Levi gave his Terumah from that Maser. That means he paid his taxes to the Kohen. He gave his Maser, Mena Maser. So basically it's glad kosher, 100% kosher food. What do I need the Mishnah to tell me? If you have Terumat Maser, if you have Maser Ishon, that the Terumah was taken, that you can mistake his Of course you can mistake his It's perfectly kosher food. What's the problem with this, uh, with this item? <coughs> so right away, yes, Pshita. Otomar a case over here with the Levi jumped the gun. He got he took his ma'asir when they were still stalks. Now the rule is that the Tirumah uh, is not given on product, as we're gonna learn, until it becomes Dagan, until it becomes a pile. So basically this Levi he shouldn't have done it, but he jumped the gun. He took the uh, product when it was Shibbolim. He took his Maaser. Now, he still gave Maaser and a Maaser to the, to the Kohen. However, he bypassed Tiruma Gedola by doing this. So it's Maaser Yishon Shelon Nitlat Tirumato Tiruma Gedola. So the Hadush of the Gemara is going to say that in this case, since he went early, there was no Hayuv of Tiruma yet. And therefore, the food is gosher, and therefore, he can be mistaref. Although he might shouldn't have done that, but it doesn't invalidate the food to make it isu because there was no chiyuv yet. So I'm gonna be reading. Pshita, lotzericha elashik dimo b'shibodim vefrish mimenu. This is the Levi doing this. Terumat maaser, which is maaser and maaser. Vedo efrish mimenu teruma gedola. Now, who says that that's okay? Uterebi abahu. Amar rebi abahu. Amar eshlakish maaser rishon. If the Levi jumped the gun and he took the Maaser Rishon when it was still stalks, Patur Mitruma Gedola. How do you know it's Patur Mitruma Gedola? Torah's talking to the Levi. Mr. Levi, you must take Maaser Min and Maaser. Sounds like only. Maaser Min and Maaser Amati Lecha. Velot Tiruma Gedola. Sounds like there's a case where you only have to take one. You only have to take one item from this product. What's the only thing you have to take from this product? Now what's the case? This case. What are talking about? How can the Biabao say that? If that's the case, why are you only saying that he Took the bas, he took the product at the stalks. It should even be in the pile, which means after he made the pile, the uh, Israel and the Levi came and grabbed his uh, maaser ishon. Again, the pasuk says only give maaser ishon, maaser and maaser. You don't have to give teruma. Why are you making this chiluk between shibolim? Any time the Levi jumps the gun, we should say this pasuk that you only have to give maaser and maaser and not teruma gedola. Uh, you forgot the other pasuk. There's another pasuk. Alecha amar kera. I knew the pasuk said 
I knew the pasuk said, "Mikol ma'asrotechem tarimu." That's she. The parashat levim ketiv elavim to daber. Uchti baikera et kol terumat Hashem. Tells the levim, make sure you take all the terumot that are shayach to take. Where's all the terumot? Terumat gedola, terumat ma'aser. So now we have two pasukim, and we reconciled it naturally. We said the pasuk that says he only has to give. Maasim and Maasim is talking about where you took it from the Shibbolim. The Pasuk that says that we have to give both to Magidullah and Maasim Maasim is talking about after they already made it into a kri, into a pile. So the Gibara is Umaraita. You have two Pasukim. Who told you to make this Shiluk? Maybe, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe Adrabah. Maybe I can argue that when you take it in the Shibbolim, that's when you have to give the to Magidullah. Maybe I can ask the guy. What are you taking it so, uh, so early for? Which means I, I, can, I can say it's an opposite, Sevara. Maybe when you're taking it in Shibbolim, you jumped the gun, uh, which means you didn't even give a chance for the owner to give to the You took it too early. If you took it already when you made it Dagan, then I can say, listen, I waited for the guy to give it to the I could have given it, he didn't give it, so I'm off the hook. I can say the exact opposite, Sevara. So who told you to learn? The two pesukim and make the chiluk that you made umaraita. I mean, I can tell you, sevara hafucha. The Gemara says, "Hai idgan, vai lo idgan," which means the Torah says, "Reshit diganecha." So I have a pesuk. I can't mechayev the Levi to give teruma gedola until it's dagan, and it's not dagan when it's called shibolim. It's shibolim. It stalks. Dagan is not until they cut it. And they put it in the pile. So therefore, I'm, I'm basing it on the lashon of the pasuk that calls Trumagedola Hayab Bedagan. So that's why I made the Hiduk as I did. Kemara okay, continues. Maasir Shini Vegdesh Nifdu. Let's talk about Maasir Shini for a minute. That's the easy case. You have Maasir Shini, which you have to give in the first, in the second, in the fourth, in the fifth years. Abeda. Of the Shemitah cycle. Besides Ma'asir Rishon, that you just gave to the Levi, we just talked about that, you must take an additional 10%. So basically, a guy's giving on any given year 22% in taxes, which is not that much less than we're giving here in America. You had to give 22% of your tax, of, of, of yourself. You had to give 10% to the Levi, 10% Ma'asir Shini, which although you could benefit from it, but you got to give it. Meaning it's not. Uh, Discretionary to do whatever you want with it. You got to do it whatever the Torah says with it, and it's Kodesh. And then 2% to the, to the Kohen. Anyway, Maaseh Shani, you have two options. Either you could take the food up to Yerushalayim and eat it, but sometimes it's too difficult to take the food up. There's a lot of food. So you do what's called a Pidyon. Maaseh Shani, Shenifdeh. How do you put it? You take a coin and you put the Kiddushah on the coin, and then you take the coin and you go up to Yerushalayim. So the Gebara says, Oh, if you ate Maasir Sheni foods that the Pidyon was made to it, you can be part of the Zimun. Why should I be part of the Zimun? Pidyon has been a Torah. I didn't do anything wrong over here. What do you have to tell me that Maasir Sheni Shinifdu or Hegdesh, the same thing? It's Kodesh. I can be put there on Karka, let's say. Whoever you can be put there. So the Gemara says, what do I need the Mishnah to tell me that a guy who eats Maser Shini that was 
made a pigeon on it, they can be part of the zimun. Why wouldn't I think? He, why, why wouldn't I think he be part of the zimun? It's kosher food. There's nothing wrong with it. You're allowed to be podem asesheni. You're allowed to be podem kedesh. So Gemara says, "Kegon achem ma'askina pshita, achem ma'askinan kon shenatan et akeren ve'donatan et ha'homesh." Vakamashmanan then homesh me'akev. Okay. Forgot the law that says that when you be podem these items ma'asesheni and kedesh, you have a right to be podem. But you have to add a homish to the uh, pigeon. You have to add 20% to the pigeon. This guy over here was put there without adding the homish. It's not me'akev the pigeon from working. So therefore the hadush is that even though you missed a, uh, an important ingredient in pigeon, it's not a critical uh, ingredient that invalidates the whole pigeon. So therefore you ate that type of food. So you have to read the mishnah. Ma'asir shili shilon nifdeh, parentheses, kahalakha. Oh, that's hadush. Oh, what do you mean? You do halakha, you can still eat it? Yeah, because it's not hadush. The, the halakha that you skipped is not ma'akev. Continue. Ashamash, or ashamosh, she'akal kezayit. Okay. The shamosh ate a kezayit. He's serving them, ate a kezayit. The Gemara says, pshita. Of course he can be part of the zimu. Ma'odetem ashamash lo kabah, kamash malan. You might think that the shamosh is not considered kiviyut seudah, because he's running around back and forth. So therefore, it's like I said, the kibiyut. There's two guys sitting. He's the third. Remember, you cannot, you cannot study for him. He's running around. Kamash Malan, that he's considered a kibiyut. That she's lashon. En lo kibiyut. The fish holech uba. That's his kibiyut. That's how Shemosh eats. He eats on the run. That's the that's the kibiyut of a of a Shemosh. Vakuti mizamenim alav. Okay, now we get to the kuti. This kuti guy is basically a convert. You have a convert to kutis. And uh, if you have a kuti, you can miss this, Mr. Refu. So the Gabara says, Amai, why can you miss the Refu kuti? They weren't the biggest Tamidi Hakamim, these kutis. So at best, we're going to call the kuti an Ama'aras. They weren't, they, they were, they were Guim originally. And we know that the Lakha says, you cannot miss the Refu Ama'aras for Zimun. So if you can't miss the Refu Ama'aras for Zimun, so the Chaurai cannot be Mr. Refu, eh? a kuti. The Gemara says, Amai, Loi is the opposite. All, all the other cases we said, Pshita. Pshita. And now we're saying, Kuti, you can be Mistaref. Hold it. Why? We're going the other way. You shouldn't Mistaref. All the other cases we were saying, why not? Understand the difference in the question of it? All the other cases we're saying, of course, you have to tell it to me. Now we're questioning the halakha. Right. Why, why you can include the Kuti for Zimur? The Gemara, you shouldn't be allowed to. Why? Okay, so let him be an Amaris. What's the law what's the, what's the of Amaris? Vitania. Very good. You cannot be with a man with an Amaris. Now, Amaris has rules. It's not what you think Amaris is. Amaris is the rules. So, Gabriel says, Okay, but Kuti is not Amaris. Kuti Haber. Haber means Tabin Hakam. Aba Amar. I feel the table of Kuti Amaris. He's Amaris. There's different levels. Amaris means he doesn't follow the laws. So if you don't follow the laws of the Torah, you're called an Amaris with the Oraita. If you follow the Torah laws, you just don't follow the rabbinic laws, you're called an Amaris with the Banan. Sometimes we say it's Amaris with the Oraita with the Banan, but it doesn't follow anything. So therefore, this Amaris that we're told that you cannot mistake for Zimun is Amaris with the Oraita. The Kuti, they keep it the Oraita. That's why. 
because they kept the book. Whatever it says in the Bible, that they didn't uh, fool around with. So therefore, he's not an Amar de Oraita. He was Amar de Rabbanan. And we're going to go like the Shita that says that an Amar de Rabbanan, you can be Misaref in a in Zimun. The Pedigi Ale de Rabbi Meir Askinan. That it's, we're arguing on the Bimir. What did the Bimir say? Netanya. Ezu Ama'aris. What is considered an Ama'aris? Ama'aris for, uh, for what? That we said, Bechot Makom. Anytime the Torah talks or the Gemara talks about Ama'aris, what is this Ama'aris? Kol she'enu ochel cholia betahara devere Bimir. The guy, he doesn't eat his cholin betahara. Cholin is regular food. Okay, that's not Isut Torah, by the way. They don't, you don't have to eat your cholin betahara. He's not makpeed on, you know, rabbinical uh, umrot. Okay, that's called an ama'aris. So that's the bimi'ir's definition of ama'aris. So he's not an ama'aris with the oraita, according to the bimi'ir. He's ama'aris with rabbanan. And if that makes him an ama'aris, that type of ama'aris can be misaref to a zimun. Ha'chamim omrim, ko she'enu ma'asir pirotav kara'ui. Okay. Ha'chamim say, no, guys will take his ma'asrot. That's his oraita already. He doesn't take his ma'asrot like he's supposed to. The Kutim, we know they take the Masrot. The Kutim, the Farod, they're careful on, again, whatever's written in the Torah, like it says. So that's the rule. What, what's an Ama'aris, first of all? We have a Mahlogan Bimi'ir and Hakabim. So some say that an Ama'aris is a guy that does not take Masrot. And if we could use Mizimun. Now let's go back to the Kutim. How do they fit into this Amaris definition? Well, we know they take Masrot. Why? Because we have a rule. Anything that's written in the Torah, not only do the Kutis follow it, but they're more careful than us. They're like Gerim. The Amar Mor, Kol Mitzvah She'aziku Ba Kutim Harbeh, Medakdekim Ba Yotrim Yisrael. Not only that, but any Mitzvah that the Aziku Ba Kutim, not only are they Medakdek, but they Medakdek more than Yisrael. Okay. Yamaraz even telling us more. Not only are they careful, but they do more. Look at Tosfot. I mean, Rashi. The Hakaba Amar to Rabbanan. Brighter diktani in Mizamini Malamaaris. That which we said, the brighter, you cannot be Mizamini Amaaris. But Amaaris Rabbanan, the Paligi Aledri Bimir, the Kaamre, Kesheeno Maaser Perotav. Hilkach, Kuti Mizamini Malab, the Esure Maaser. Exactly. Which means this whole Mahlogam, whatever Amaaris is. Was Amaris is a guy who doesn't take Basrot. And if he came to, he kept studying from Simon. Ah, that's what Amaris is? No problem. Kuti takes Masrot. Why did he take Masrot? Katuba Torah. And then Gabala says, now does he take Masrot, but on this will be more careful than a, a Israel. So therefore, back to Amishnah. A Kuti Mizamini Malav, we're talking about a Kuti Sheshomer had the Oraitas, but he's not so careful in the Rabbanans. And therefore, if you're not so careful with the bananas, that's okay to use it for a zimun. So that's the right explanation of what Amar Aris is. Well, now you're going to see right now. Taruna Banan, we have a Braita. Okay. What is Amar Aris? Sheerat Tovah. I guess you need to know this. Kod She'enu Kore Kiryat Shema Arbit V'Shaharit. Wow, the Vreda Bidi Aizad. Obviously, it means you're not reading Kiryat Shema Arbit V'Shaharit. This man, he misses man kiriat shema arbit v'sharit. This That's the minimum. The minimum is kiriat shema. And then we can build all machut shemaim in the morning and the evening. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, kol she'enu maniach tefillin. Okay. On a daily basis, on a yearly basis, 
doesn't say how often, but it sounds like the guy's not wearing tefillin. Ben Azai Omer, Okay, he has a four-cornered garment, and there's a pasisita on his baget. You're not going to call a guy an ma'ares who doesn't go buy a talit. He's wearing a four-cornered garment as a put strings. That's ma'ares. They're not careful the mitzvah bezuzah. Wow. The guy's got a mezuzah, he has to feed the Benutam, he has uh, all the humrots, his seat, the big door, but what? He doesn't send his kids to yeshiva. He learns, he learns, he learns, he learns, but he doesn't learn Gemara. That's the shimush of the Talmud. She says, Who are Talmud? Talmud is a Talmud. Now, she says something incredible over here. It's sounds like from Nashi that uh, the Talmud is basically the Sibarot of the Mishnah. So you can just read the Mishnah, but if you don't know the Sevarot, you come up with wrong conclusions. If you don't know the reason of why the Mishnah said what it said. So that's Talmud. So Sevarah is very important. So that she's giving us a Hiddush, where Sevarah is developed. For Sevarah, there's a benefit of having minds together. Because that's how you mevarit a Sevarah. You talk it out. Oh, I see it this way, you see it that way. Like the Gemara says, Tamidachim sharpen each other when they talk. What, what, what did she say? She could have just said, uh, you know, go, 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 ponder Sevarot. And then, 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 then you're a Taburist. She's saying, the way to, and that's, and that's basically what we call that today, Yeshiva, when people get together and they talk and learning to each other to try to mevarer Sevarot. Anyway, so you can have a guy who knows all Shas Mishnayot and he's a bona fide Amaris. Why? Because he didn't learn the Gemara and the Mishnayot. And today it's hard to find that because today if you're learning Mishnayot, you read the Bartanura, he's giving you the Gemara. Let's not, let's not be so critical. Talk about a guy in the olden days who, if you read this dry Mishnah, you're not getting all the Pirushim that we have on a Mishnah. Today, if you learn Mishnah, you're a tzaddik, you saw the Olam. Because the way you learn Mishnah is basically they give you all the highlights of what the Gemara says on that Mishnah. But in the olden days, again, it was a dry Mishnah. And you don't want to know what the Savarah is, I just know the Mishnayot. So you posek from a Mishnah. The Gemara says in Baba Metziah, those that posek from Mishnah destroyers of the world. Because you don't know the Sivarot. Not only that, but as she says in a different place, the Gemara will tell you, sometimes the Mishnah is missing words. Sometimes the, 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 we say, Ipuch, switch the Shittot around. So that we're going to be quoting the, the wrong. Anyway, if somebody doesn't learn Gemara, he's Amaris. Can you include Amaris as Imun What's the. Not today. Not today. The Ma'asid today? We'll say the Halakha in a minute. Doesn't apply today. Amar Abhuna. This is Aharim and Rabbi Meir above said different. This is a. Amar Abhuna. Halakha ka Aharim. What did Rabbi Meir say in this Mishnah over here in this Braita? Is what Ma'aris? Rabbi Meir Shita was. Loshimesh Tamidah Khamim. Halakha ka Aharim. Above there, we're discussing over there when it said Vitanya, where it said above <coughs> uh, 
Yes, that was a bright that it said Ein Mizamenim ala Ma'aris. That's specifically was talking about the Ma'aris that Ein Mizamenim ala. So this type of Ma'aris you can be Mizamenim. Correct. You can't exactly. So which type of Ma'aris you cannot be Mizamenim ala? It's only a one that doesn't take Ma'asid. So maybe over here it's different. Different Afghan. It's different. Get it. It's different. Get it. Exactly. But the Ma'aseh, the Ma'aseh, the Gemara continues with a story. Rami Bar Hama, Lo Azmin Aleid Rab Menashe Bar Tahlifa. Rami Bar Hama did not enjoin Rab Menashe Bar Tahlifa to be part of his zimun. Why? The Tani Safra Besifri Behilcheta, because he learned everything, but he didn't learn Gemara. So he says Amar, he says that. Kinah Nafshed Rami Bar Hama. When Rami Bar Hama passed away, Amar Rava. You know why Rabbi Muhammad passed away? Because he didn't join him into the Zimun. So the Gibras Rabbi Barhama, who did not daka batre, and Rabbi Barhama didn't analyze, he didn't check. He, he just heard. They told, they told, but he doesn't know Gemara. Okay, doesn't know Gemara from the book, maybe whatever. But he goes to the Shurim. Shnachadina, the Shamash Shematata mepumai the Rabbanan. We get Ishlihu. Again, he heard the halachot from the Rabbanan. He reviewed them. So therefore, Kitzum of the Rabbanan, it's the same thing. But bottom line, he heard the Shurim of the Hakamim. He heard the Sakim of the Hakamim. So he knew exactly what the Sevarot was. And therefore, uh, again, he wasn't uh, he, he wasn't mevaded. How is that less than learning Gemara itself? Right, he only heard it. He didn't learn it. He didn't learn it. He heard. He went to the shiurim, like the first one. He went to the shiurim. Shemash shematata. First one is the mashmal lehul rabbanan. The mashmal rabbanan means mishamish, uh, like she says. He served the tavid achamim, which is even less than that. Serve them. So from serving them, you learn. You know, in practice, you sit with Akamim, so you learn how to do all the mitzvot. So when you mishab mishab to be that's like you're learning Gemara base because you're going to get the right result. The second answer is not, not always a mishab mishab. You used to go to the shurim itself to hear the. But he wasn't a learner. He didn't learn it himself. So you can't come and amar it. So Rabbi Barhama wasn't Bidayek on therefore he didn't count him. Today, today we don't follow this halakha, not to mishab with the amaris, especially God was not Gemara. I think one of the poskim said that because today we don't have a deen of a tamir hakam. That already you're going to say we have a deen of an amaharis. So, you know, forget about amaharis. Okay, who's a tamir hakam? Look at the stands with the hakam. to be a tamir hakam. So since we don't have a tamir hakam, you can't call this guy an amaharis, not mitzadif. Because that's the whole reason they, they don't want an amaris to be misdirected for the tamir hakam. Ask yourself a simple question: Why can't you misdirect for amaris? Why can't? You? Why is intellect got to do with zimun? Amaris was had to eat, right? Amaris was had to eat. <laughs> so if we, what do I need is intellect like a bit of zimun? Three amaris, according to the Gemara, they do zimun. You're saying before you get the three amaris, what's the reason why we cannot misdirect for amaris to zimun bechlal? What's the reason? Because they don't want you to have a habura with an amaris. That's the reason. They don't want the tamir hakam to sit with an amaris. But if we don't have a deen of a tamir hakam today, yeah, three amaras, of course, they're because they're themselves. They're not worse than three ladies. 
Let them have Zimun themselves, exactly. But we don't want a Tamil Hakam to sit with an Amaris. So therefore, if you're a Medina of a Tamil Hakam, he's a bona fide Amaris. But who do you think you are? You're holding yourself on a. We just said the Gadol should be missed to make the Zimun. If the, if the Tamil Hakam wants to give it to the Amaris to do it, he has a right. We said you can, you can, you can give the Kabot to whoever you want. Yeah, but is there is there a middle ground between Tamil Hakam and Amaris? Do we have such a thing? We do, but the, the Gemara says that Tamil is not sure in Amaris, not a middle guy. Okay. Okay. Now, Achal Tevel, we continue Achal Tevel or Maaser. Okay, so the Gemara says now we're going the other way. Tevel, you cannot be Mister Nefesimu. Tevel is Isur. So the Gemara says Tevel Pshita. Of course, you cannot. If you ate Tevel, Tevel, you didn't take Tevel with Maaser from. It's talking about where the table is only a sudra banana. You, you planted it in a flower pot that does not have a hole. So it's not attached to the ground, mamash. So stuff that's not attached to the ground, the turumotam asud, you must take, but only the banana. So therefore, this is table with the banana. So you might have thought, oh, it's only a sudra banana. Maybe I could uh, eat it and be part of the zimun. Kabash malan, even in sudra banana, you cannot miss that for the zimun. Masidishon. Now it said, Ma'asiri showed that you did not take Tiruma from. So Ma'asiri showed that you didn't take Tiruma from. Of course, if you didn't take Tiruma from it, Pashut. And what are we talking about? We're talking about the Gemara I was going to say, where it was already Dagan. It was Dagan, meaning it was already piled up. The Levi came and took it when it was Dagan. He gave Ma'asir mena Ma'asir, but he did not give Tiruma Gedola. So if you didn't give to the Magidola, what did we say that after Dagan, he has Hayab to give to the Magidola. So the Kaura, if it's Ma'asir Rishon, Shalon, Nitra, Turuma, so they didn't give to the Magidola, of course you cannot miss that after the guy in Zimun. He didn't give to the Magidola, and he was Hayab. So give us a Pshita. Lotzerika, Kegon, Shikdimo, Bikri. The case is talking about where he went and took it in the Kri, where it was a pile. Okay, so what's the tema Ma'ud Etema, I might have had a Habamina that says, Remember that Papa's question? Papa asked the question about Maraita. Who told you maybe there's a bigger seminar to say that you patur from Tirumagidullah when it's a kri? Kamashmalan Kedeshanila. No, ha itgan, hello itgan. Remember in the previous Gemara, there was a seminar that the rabbi said that when it's Dagan, you hayab to give Tirumah. Before Dagan, when you take the Shibodim, you're not hayab. So the Gemara said, who told you? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe when it's Dagan, you're going to be Patur from Tirumagidullah. Maybe when it's Shibolim, you're going to be Hayab. So the Gemara is saying over here, the reason why the Mishnah is to tell me is because we're talking about over here where Levi took the, uh, the, 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 the goods when it was Dagan already. Bikri. So therefore, Bikri, Hayab Tirumagidullah. No, you might have thought the Semana Fukhan like the Papa's question, Umana Ita. And therefore, according to that papa, there's a seminar to say that you don't have to give Turumah Gedolah. Therefore, if you didn't have to give Turumah Gedolah, that food is legitimately kosher. Kabash like the answer. And the answer was what? No. Ha Edgar, ha lo Edgar. That once it becomes Dagan, Yahyavin Turumah Gedolah, and therefore the food is not kosher, and therefore you cannot be misled. There was a Habba made to think that even Dagan does not need Turumah Gedolah. So that's why the Mishnah has to come along and say that no, <coughs> if you ate this food stuff, when you took it after it became Dagan, and you didn't give to the Magadola, cannot be mistaken. Gemara says, Masishini, okay, Masishini, you didn't make pigeon on it. If you didn't make pigeon on it, it's because that means you're eating fruit uh, outside of Yerushalayim, that you didn't make a pigeon on it. It's a suit. Pshita, 
וצריך שנבדו, ולא נבדו כלכתם, יהיו פודד, יהיו פודד, רק את ההלכה. מעשר שני, כגון שפדאו על גבי אסימון, use a slug, instead of using a, a coin, what type of coin you have to use, ורחמנה אמר, וסלתה כסף בידיך, כסף שיש עליו סורה. The only way you can make a, a pedion is using a coin, what type of coin, a picturesque coin. So therefore you didn't use a picturesque coin, you used a slug, like אסימון. It's not considered a uh, pigeon. So you would have thought, ah, but I made a pigeon. But you didn't use the right coin. No good. Furthermore, Higdesh, Shechadelo al Karka. Higdesh, you were put there. But how were you put there, the Higdesh? You moved the Kedushab, the Higdesh, to real estate, to land. No good. So you were put there. You were put there wrong. And since you were put there wrong, it's not a pidyon. Therefore, the hekdesh remains be'isur. So that's why the Mishnah says, Ma'asir sheni ve'hekdesh shelo nefdu. Shelo nefdu ka'alakha, that's ma'akev. Not like the last case. The last case was lo nefdu ka'alakha on a not ma'akev. You didn't give the homish. But here you did it shelo ka'alakha where it is ma'akev. Hekdesh, you put it on karka, and ma'asir sheni, you put it on a slug. Vashamash she'achat pa'om me'kezayit. And the Shabbos that ate less than the Kezayit, Pshita. Of course, if the Shabbos ate less than the Kezayit, I can even study from the Zimun. I need the Tana Rasha, Resha, Kezayit. Tana Seva Pahom Kezayit. The Gemara answers, love Dafka. Since it was the first case in the Mishnah was the Hadush. That the Shabbos She'achal Kezayit. So in the reverse cases, we gave you Hashamash Shelo Akal Kezayit. But it's love Dafka. It's only just to keep the symmetry between the Resha and the Zephyr. There's no Hadush in that last case of the Shabbos. ונוכלי אין מזמנים עליו, הגוי יוכנת מזמן אותם, פשיטה, אך המעסקינן בגר שמל ולא טבל. He circumcised himself, but he didn't go to the מקווה. אמר רבי זרע, אמר רבי חנן, לעולם אינו גר עד שימול וידבול. He has to do circumcision and go to the מקווה. וכמד ולא טביל, until he goes to the מקווה, נוכלי הוא. So you would have thought maybe, I started the process, maybe you can't, you cannot, you didn't go to the מקווה. נשים ועבדים וקטנים, you cannot count minors to be part of the zimun. You have a baby in a crib. Wow. You can join them as a zimun. Baby in a crib. We learned in our Mishnah. So how could you come and tell me you could join a baby in a crib when you just told me in our Mishnah, Kitanim cannot be part of the zimun. Which means you cannot be mezamim to make the zimun. But if you have nine, you could use the kid as a tenth. He's a he's in a baby. Doesn't matter. He's there. He's a tenth body. So you can mistake him for snif la asara. When our mishnah said em mistarafim, you cannot make a zimun of three or to make a zimun using a katan. But she can you have a zimun already over here? You don't need him. I have nine. I want to get in. I want to turn a nine into a ten zimun. Just say, look, can you? The kid's there. Obviously, he's not answering. He's a mutaba arisa. So it doesn't matter. He's there. It's enough. Ten bodies. Ten deot. Not even deot. Ten bodies. Amar biyoshua ben Levi. Teshav eved mistarfin. Okay, here you go. Nine and an eved kenani is mistarif. Meti ve maaseh ben Levi ezet shenichnas to bet keneset. Ve mistor ben Levi ezet. They came to the bet keneset. There was no minyan. He freed his slave. 
and he was miscounted for ten. So the Gemara says shichror in lo shichror lo. What do you mean? What do you have to free him for? If you told me that for minyan you can be mistaref nine plus one evid, so there was nine already. The evid of the uh, bidi was he's the tenth. What do you have to free him for? Why do you have to free him? No, that, that sounds like not even for Zimun. Sounds like now for Minyan, you can study for him. So therefore, if you can study for Minyan, you had nine and one. So Gebra says, no, today is Sirichu. There was eight. And there was two Abadim of Rabbi Ezra over there. So Shekharir had. One guy was Meshekharir, meaning the ninth guy. And then once you had nine, then Afiq had. And then you had the tenth guy, who was the Eved. So in the you only study one Eved to the Minyan. But has a question. How did he do this? You're not allowed to free your Evid Kanani. Mitzvah the Rabbim. Interesting. Okay, we have a law. Mitzvah alone, we're not going to uh, go against the Asir. But when it comes to a Mitzvah the Rabbim, it's not called Mitzvah Ba'abhira. Mitzvah Ba'abhira was not talking about an individual Mitzvah. But Mitzvah the Rabbim, Adrabah. If you have a Mitzvah the Rabbim, the Rabbim is so strong. So the question is, what were they doing in this Minyan over That was so critical. What were they doing? So the, the Rosh, the famous Rosh over here says, maybe they were doing it the Uraita. So maybe it was Parashat Zachor. That's the example he gives. Parashat Zachor is the Uraita. And uh, okay, so the Hadush of the Gemara is that maybe a Mitzvah de Rabim, the Uraita, you need 10. So that's why he was doing it. But you know, maybe you don't have a proof on a Mitzvah Asid de Rabbanan that you're going to be able to. Transgress That's the Rosh's question. He says, No, it wasn't, you don't have to go so far for Parashat Zachor. It was even talking about the same Nakdishach, which is the Rabbanan, and still, a mitzvah, the Rabim, the Rabbanan, mitzvah of Rabim, could override a Le'olam Ba'em You don't have to go to make it, you know, they were doing some Deoraita over here. From this Rosh, however, they learn a lot of insight on Parashat Zachor. The Trumat Adeshin learns from over here that for Parashat Zachor, the Oraita, it seems that the Oraita is that you need 10 also. Not only that you remember Parashat Zachor, because the whole case over here was, what do you mean, just read Parashat Zachor? Just read Parashat Zachor. So there's a Chalice Yun, I won't read it, but it's a Tafresh Peher that brings us to the Matadeshin down, that wants to bring a proof from the Rosh. That not only is Kiryat Zachor the Oraita, but Kiryat Zachor Ba'asara is the Oraita. And he says, you have no Ra'ayah from this story. You don't understand what the, what the Ra'ayah is. The last point you see over here is that many of the Aharonim bring a Ra'ayah from this Gemara, that from here you see Nashim Apiturot from Parashat Zachor. Because an Ebed Kena'ani has a deen of an Isha. If the Isha was Hayevet in Zachor, what do you have to free him for? Keep him as Hayevet Kena'ani. And the fact that he had to free him is to turn him into a man. To turn him into a man, 
now already he's chayav. But if you kept him as a Eved Kenani, it's a deed of a lady. Deed of a lady. Ladies were pitur off. Again, that's the, that's the, the way they bring this ayah. That if, if you hold that 10, is not critical for... for uh, because <laughs> you can break that ayah. You can say that they didn't, they, they do break it. They say, no, no the ayah. The reason why they were freeing them, really, maybe ladies are chayavot in Zachor, but ladies are not misrif for minyan. Ladies are chayavot in Zachor, you can make a lady minyan. So they were, they were freeing them to get the minyan, not to get the chayuf Zachor. Could be they were chayavot in Zachor as abadim, but to make a minyan. I mean, the took b'nei Yisrael, and benot Yisrael. You need a, a group. So that's the rejection of that ayah. But a lot of people bring this as ayah that uh, for the fact that the Evid was patur, when he was Evid, shows you that ladies are patur as well. Okay, Adka.